I'm having a hard time forgiving myself for not telling people previously that we record the week before we post. So sometimes we say last week and we mean two weeks ago when you're listening to it. We're not going to modify. We're not, we're not I changing. Don't think, I don't that. feel the need to explain ourselves at all. I, I think we should. Some t- because here's why. Coronavirus. Last week, we weren't freaked out because the world wasn't freaked out. That's and true. today we posted a thing that was like, who cares? Uh, well, and- I was laughing because like on the episode, Rich was like, I'm not afraid of this thing. And as I was like editing it, like that night, Rich was like, we're leaving the city. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've learned something. <laughs> You're in living the past- and learning. What's that? You're living and learning. They should do signs that say... Live, learn, laugh, love. I think they do. I've never seen one. Live, learn, laugh, love. I invented that. You you invented that. Live, laugh, learn, love. Yes. You keep saying it differently. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it? It's really similar to other things, so you got to be specific here. (laughs) Just to make sure you invented this particular iteration of something I've seen on like driftwood (laughs) and flip-flop magnets. (laughs) <laughs> like all the decor in my mom's house. <laughs> You've definitely seen uh, Live, Laugh, Love. Have you seen Live, Learn, Laugh, Love? <laughs> I bet you haven't. I don't know. It's, it, it, you know, who can say? I, I, well, you said, <laughs> you said you'd seen it. <laughs> it seems real familiar. <laughs> Dr. Williams. Oh, you're Schnaffner. right. There is Live, Learn, Laugh, Love. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Uh, there's like picture frames, uh, different posters. There is some on wood. Yeah. There's some on wood. <laughs> See, I also have this cough. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I Rich know. has coronavirus. <laughs> I don't. I've had this cough for a week. Well, I wonder if by the time this comes out, you might have had it. Maybe I'll be dead. <laughs> no, don't say that. Well, it might be valuable <laughs> for you. <laughs> I will use the Put content. Put this behind the paywall. I know. <laughs> All right, do you want to talk about... Wait, we didn't do an intro. I think that is our intro. Oh, okay. (laughs) Welcome. I hate pushing my hair behind my ears when I wear my headphones. So I kind of like leave it in the front a little bit, but then I feel like Gloria Steinem, like when she would like leave her hair inside <laughs> her glasses. glasses, like that was such a weird look. That was, but it, I mean, signature. But signature, it's true. Very. You remember it? Different. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. It left an impression. It did. That's why she did it. I think probably. Who knows why she does some of the stuff she does, though? You know. She's I, fine. I don't know. She's fine. She's fine. Uh, not my favorite, but she's fine. She's fine. Can't be mad at her, you know. I, I mean, he can be. Yeah, but you can't stay mad at her. I mean, I don't care enough to stay mad, right. but I'm like, well, I'm I guess a little she's bit like, I don't fuck feminist. with you. Right. She um like kind of demeaned me in a in a uh, gender and inclusivity or something diversity and inclusivity meeting. Have you ever told this story? Let's hear it. Have I never told you this story? No, you definitely have, but oh. <laughs> I, it's been a while, so I'd like to revisit. It's like what did they call watching it? Watching an old DVD, like watching Beethoven. She was dismissive of me in a in a diversity and inclusion meeting, in a way that like set 
herself up to have a one-liner and get like applause and a giggle. Mm. And I was asking a real question that I wanted a real I wanted real help with. Like there was an actual issue advice yeah. that had been going on for years. And I was like, listen, I raised my hand. I was like, you know, I haven't had the kind of thing that's happened to other women here where it's like, you know, I, no one's hitting on me or, you know, making me feel uncomfortable sexually. I experience a very different kind of sexism where uh, it's really held against me if I'm assertive or have like a really strong opinion and I and I and I go for it as strong as like the men do around me. And that's like a, a total like mark against me. Like, how do I combat that? Like, how do I deal with something like that here? Like, what could we do about that? And she was like, if people call me a bitch, I thank them. And I and then everyone started like giggling and applauding in the fucking meeting. Basically proving her point. Yeah. And I, but I was like, you've never worked. I don't think you've worked in an office. Like you can't. If someone called yeah. me a bitch, I'm not going to thank them. Also, that's just not like. Yeah. What does she live life like? She's in some 90s comedy where she wears a power suit and gets sassy. No, but she had no real advice or answer for what I had asked her. She just had a sort of quip. She just wanted everyone in the room to like think that what she said was funny uh, and just was moving on to the next thing. And and it just, that's fine if you want to be that kind of person and do that kind of thing. I do that kind of thing. I'm that kind of person. Actually, no, I'm not. If someone actually asked me a serious question, I I really, especially about like feminism or like work stuff or whatever, I actually would really like give a lot of thought to it and and be serious in my answer. I can be glib and like ridiculous about other things. I don't know. I was just personally offended because her whole platform is like this serious feminism that doesn't seem to have a lot of room for fun in a lot of other ways. So I don't know why that should be funny. You know what I mean? Selective comedy. Selective feminism. Damn. Listen, I have a framed picture of her that she signed to me. Right. It's a cover of Bust. It's framed. It's on my wall. Uh, Did she remember doing that? Like, how aware of she had you no idea who she? I was. Okay, right. She had of no course. idea who I was. But she's done enough that she should command a certain level of respect. I don't think I'm being disrespectful. I'm Do not you saying think? that you are. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm respectfully disagreeing with her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what it is you want to talk about beethoven the movie um yeah before we do that i want to talk about chet hayes real quick oh how is he doing through all this you didn't see the video no well okay (laughs) do you find him attractive yes he has the um he's got it (laughs) he does have it (laughs) but he also has the naivete of a child um that's what i kind of like about well yeah of course his eyes are beautiful (laughs) <laughs> I know he's such a douchebag, but oh, that's what makes him. That's what makes yeah. him beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the most beautiful douchebag who ever lived. So Beethoven. Yeah. Okay. F- just give me your. Let's get right, first. Let's just give some facts about Beethoven. Uh, for, before we give some facts about Beethoven, I want to know where your headspace is. What did you think of Beethoven? F- brief assessment. Give me a number of stars from one to four, five if you got them. 
Are we doing one to four or one to five? <laughs> if you think it's a five-star movie, I'm willing to hear that argument. Is that... <laughs> no, but is that... Is, are we going up to five? Or that's going to make me... Right. It, it, it weighs it. In other yeah, ways. yeah. Um, would you prefer half increments or do you want... F- would you prefer more increments to have? I'd like a... F- I'd like five stars. Okay, a five star scale. With. Five star yeah. scale. You got it. I get three stars. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna give it three and a half. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I thought it held up. I thought it worked. <laughs> There's lots of things I like about it. There's like an equal number of things that I hate about it, but I'm mildly fascinated by. Yeah. It's got a good mix of stuff. It's got heart. I felt something more than once. <laughs> I did. I did too. All right, wait. So we'll get into that first. <laughs> What year did it come out? 92. Okay. Surprise hit. Directed by Ivan Reitman. No. Ivan Reitman produced it. Oh, he it didn't was, direct it? No, it was directed by Brian Levant. Who, oh, and who, what did he do? Problem Child 2. Beethoven 1 had a budget of $18 million. According to Wikipedia, citation needed, but I'm willing to believe it. Um, It made $147 million. That's worldwide. Yeah. In America, I believe it made about... 57 million it was a total winner total surprise hit no one knew with good reason i I wouldn't have seen that movie and thought people will love this i would have thought well i love this but uh uh you know who sold it who charles grodin oh like tour de force (laughs) right he is the hero of that movie he really is he's always right his makeup and hairstyling at some points is like rue mcclanahan Kind of like spiky and like with like a hint of blush. <laughs> you know? Totally. It's like, it's, it's a little crazy. bit, it's like fluffy. Th- it's like cotton candy almost. <laughs> <laughs> like a sandy cotton candy. Totally. Um, so this got a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's just such bullshit. But wait, what were we just talking about before? Charles Grodin and his tour de force. But he is so good. I think he's so good. Uh, um, a truly comedic performance. Yeah, yeah, and like really grasps the. He's really like the thinking person's touchstone, because he's constantly like, "This is ridiculous." Like this dog, it, this dog has like made thousands of dollars worth of damage. Oh, absolutely. Drools on everything. No, oh, the, the drool is what's so nasty. Nobody cares at all that Beethoven is doing this and Charles Grodin's character is proven right from the start when nobody seems to tend to this disaster of a dog. Also, though, you know what else I have to say? If you have a dog that's behaving like that, it's your own fault because you're not training it and you can't have a giant dog like that and not train it. I, I uh, This is a note that I wrote down. For all his belly aching, the dad is actually a really great dog owner. That's true. I think that like even the pen that he had built for Beethoven oh, in the yeah. backyard yeah, true. was a good pen. Yeah, it was a good pen. That's it a good did point. it looked like a prison, but it was very they put a lot of work into that. They, did. they made a very nice pen for that dog. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course there's rules. Of course the dog can't eat off the table. Like of course you'd get mad at that. I'm on his I'm on, on uh, 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 uh. Oh, wow. You're getting heated about Beethoven. I am on the dad's side. Me too. Yeah, the whole way. The whole way. And also, he Even is- in that moment where he is kind of kind of offered the option of the dog 
having to be put down right. if it bit someone and you can tell like he kind of fantasizes yeah, about that totally. in his mind for a second totally. like he that's his way out of this right but then you know he stands up for his family okay well let, let's actually talk about the premise yeah there are many premises oh <laughs> actually the premise of this movie there's like a lot of premises happening the premise is <laughs> the premise is that there <laughs> there's some puppy thievery Rich has freaking coronavirus. Oh my god! What if you do? I I'm telling you, put it behind a paywall. Okay, I will. I will. I will. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I'll remember it. when I'm editing this. Sell T-shirts with me on them. Oh my god! You know? Absolutely. Uh, Make it a whole thing. Yeah. Get, get me a mural. Oh, okay. Well, Brian should do it. Okay, great. Pro bono. Work with him on that. <laughs> I'm he, I'm sure he would. All right. So okay. So. The Beethoven. premise of this movie is there's a lot of puppy thievery going on. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to spoil the movie now. Okay, well, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Actually, you know what? Spoiler alert spoiler for this alert. whole episode. Yeah, exactly. Don't even bother. And we don't want to hear it. If <laughs> if we've spoiled <laughs> a 28-year-old movie for you. Actually, I kind of do. <laughs> I wonder what that would look like. <laughs> I just, I wait, rate, have you ever seen 8 Mile? I rate, no. Me neither. I know. Remember that? <laughs> Oh, we talked about this? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the other night, there was like a whole bunch of us who hadn't seen we it. We should wow. see it. I would be mad if but someone I was spoiled that was for like me. A, I, th- I was thinking it was like a, um, a Black Mirror episode or something where like somehow this group of people survives the apocalypse <laughs> and the only thing they have in common is they all haven't seen 8 Mile. <laughs> so, all right. So the premise of this movie is that there's a lot of puppy thievery going on because there's an underground ring in this small town where uh people need animal testing for things and so there's an evil veterinarian that is doing these he's doing different animal testings like chemicals oh. and <laughs> you know with the shots at the end yeah like the but that's what i was confused about because um it seemed like his main thing he wanted to test was ammunition and it was like well, no, that was just his latest client Okay. So his latest client was like, I need these bullets tested. Right. And but he, that's such a stupid thing to test. Of I know. Of course they work. They're bullets. Te- they're testing bullets on large... Testing lar- bullets so they, on- But they specifically need large dogs. And they specifically need Beethoven because he's the largest dog. Yes. But it's like, go to the pound. Well, why, why don't, don't they just breed them? Beethoven? Why don't they breed them? I know. You could get... You could get... Also, I mean, he's not making a good enough living as a veterinarian that he I, has to do crazy this like, that side thing. Yeah, that was all but like... I guess seedy. it's like... I guess because he's like sick. He's a sicko like that. Right. That's, well, that's he's got... You know how you can tell he's a sicko because he's got those thick glasses. Uh, yes. <laughs> and and they make his eyes look too big. <laughs> totally. Uh, so that's the veterinarian. Yes. And so one of these dogs that the... That so they're they're this, trying to test bullets. They need to test bullets on, on a dog. Beethoven. So they would like to get Beethoven. <laughs> that's like seems to be the only possible one for them to get. Because they initially have Beethoven in a raid of a pet store. Uh, the veterinarian with thick glasses whose name is uh, Dr. Herman Varnick. Um, Speaking of names for just one sec. Yeah. The oldest daughter's name is Rice. That was Bryce. It's Rice. It's Rice. It's Rice. No. I swear to you. Rice. It's Rice because I watch things with closed captioning totally all the time. R-Y-C-E. Yeah, it's Rice. I've never heard of that name before, all but right. I love it. You want to? 
<laughs> but you want to talk about her though? How she's like fixing the whole time to steal some guy, some girl's boyfriend. Yeah, and then you're supposed to like root for her to do that. Also, okay, so no, so spoilers are allowed here. Yes, spoilers she... for Beethoven will be dropped. <laughs> Watch out. Wait till Beethoven's second. I can't wait. Oh, really? Yeah, and she really she grows up. Oh my Guess what? God, is it the same actress? Yes. I cannot wait to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, and one other thing about the ch- the children. Yeah. I hate the, the little son. girl's hair. Oh, I love the little girl. I think No, I think I like her. I hate her hair. No, I kind of like her you hair. You like her hair? Yes, I kind of like that it's like weird like old lady little girl hair. It as she gets older, it's not good. Really? Yeah. Does everybody come back for Beethoven's second? Yes, everyone. Oh, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But Beethoven's third, they do not. Okay, so do you notice in the beginning when they go to the pet store, so Beethoven it opens, well, it opens with this like weird scene of this like underground like pet uh, testing ring. Yeah, it's really tonally askew of yeah. what you think you're going to get and you're like, what? Because there's all different kinds of pets there. They have all kinds of animals. Okay. It's not just dogs. Okay. And then Stanley Tucci. And Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Those they, are the this two. is their paychecks. Yeah. They're exactly. like, they've been doing indie movies for a little while and this is their payday. Yeah. I guess because Oliver Platt was in Flatliners. Yes. And, and, and they were, and I think Tucci they were both in before? Day Trippers. Okay. But Tucci, I feel like Tucci didn't get big until after. He had done a lot of like very small indies. He, that That was his thing. Right. Uh, but, um, what was his breakout? When did we know Stanley Tucci had arrived? I think that's a different answer for everyone. <laughs> when did you first, Tucci? What is, <laughs> what does Tucci mean to you? <laughs> really nothing. No offense to him Stanley, and his, but. Stanley Tucci is such a good name for a vagina if someone would ever like <laughs> name a vagina i don't know if like girls do that i've never done it <laughs> if i had a vagina i would name it i'd be Harriet. like i'm bald like stanley tucci <laughs> that in your song <laughs> a song about my gucci stanley tucci <laughs> This song should definitely be called Stanley Tucci because, you know, people read it and they're like, hmm, I wonder if that's about her vagina. <laughs> Turns out it is. <laughs> Let's move it with Beethoven because it really will be. Like, we should probably should put the movie on. Time. To set pace. You know? So Stanley Tucci is, they go to rob this pet store and he's wearing like a like a so he and oliver platt are, are sort of like two different versions of of gay guys yeah like stanley tucci's really like metro new york gay and oliver platt is a little bit like rural gay <laughs> underrepresented like you know what I mean? yeah, he has a lisp he has a lisp and then stanley tucci's outfit when he's supposed to be a cat burglar who robs dogs yeah. or he doesn't rob dogs he ironic? steals dogs uh, <laughs> imagine if he held a dog up <laughs> he's wearing this outfit as a cat burglar it's like a 90s style suit that's sort of like blousey and silk and like in different like different like uh terracotta and like <laughs> olive colors with 
cow print, black and white yeah. cow print cowboy boot. Which he wears the entire movie. And his suit pants, this like <laughs> Italian suit is like what? tucked into the cowboy boots. It's a very weird choice as a it cat burglar. He they was were just so like- loud. <laughs> visually loud so they were just like you know eh, this seems gay yeah. <laughs> totally. this is weird enough but it's interesting to me that they like you know that stanley tucci and oliver platt like made choices yeah when they were like playing those roles totally. like they decided i bet that was like some weird idea they decided they had yeah. that they wanted to like do they seem they're like theatery right they're like from the same DNA as the wet bandits of Home Alone and yes, Home Alone 2. Yes. And I don't even know Home Alone 3, but maybe, you know, a less, Absolutely. less good. They're like the poor man's version of that. Yeah, they're not good. They are not, not good. They're not good in that movie. No. They're really just They're not eyesore. as funny. You don't they're not as funny. You, I, want, I want Charles Grodin and Charles then I want Grodin. Beethoven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't, don't you think that... Um, Bonnie Hunt? Uh... <laughs> Uh, St. Bernard puppies are so cute. Yes. That really tugged on my heartstrings uh, right from the beginning, well, seeing that puppy. Yeah. So well, cute. Imagine someone when they're a child and, and when, it makes it so much easier to empathize with. And, then and when you the got to see Beethoven falls, as a child. The puppy falls out of the truck. And I, I was know, worried about I know. him. The pu- that wouldn't, the puppies wouldn't have made that. Uh, and in, in the garbage having to survive the night. Yeah. That he was, was, he had the wherewithal to do that. Did you because notice that the the pet sorry the pet no, no. store <laughs> the pet store was called um, Doctor Pet Center? No, and it was <laughs> Doctor was spelled D O C K T O R Doctor Pet Center. Yeah, but the R was like the the arm of the R was a little bit longer and had a cross, uh-huh. so it was like prescription. Right. Yeah, but Doctor was not spelled the <laughs> right way. I noticed a store called Sandwiches Etc. <laughs> did you notice that like okay i still wouldn't i guess chips <laughs> you know? so does relish yeah. pickles beethoven is kind of like very 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 intelligent he, well he he's so in, he's mildly anthropomorphized yes he can understand certain conversations and his ability to manipulate them to the person that he is loyal to he can understand complex relationships. He can also has visions of what's happening across town that he follows when the little girl starts to drown. Beethoven sees it. Oh, yeah, you're right. He totally did. And the, then he saved her. He did. But that's what St. Bernard's do, right? Like they're known for that. Well, I don't think they're known for being psychic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dogs kind of are psychic because they're bit able magical. to. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. The, the other thing about Beethoven is that there are three distinct shots of something of him not liking something or getting freaked out that are a close up on a mechanical dog's eyes, like rolling up and be like, yes. oh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they go. But you know what? That didn't bother me. Um, I, I liked it. Yeah. I liked when I saw it. It, yeah. it makes things confusing mm-hmm. in terms of how much Beethoven knows. I'm wondering, do you think that they intentionally like. Do you think when they were making this that they were going to do like a voiceover thing? Kind of like, look who's who's talking. talking. And then they ended up not doing that. I'd love to know. It would be great if there were a Criterion Beethoven that just really took you through the entire process. We should pitch it. We should pitch doing it. Petition it. Yeah. should show up at their office. No, we should make it. We should do all the research for it. I would love to talk to everyone who made Beethoven. (laughs) The ones who are still alive. Wait till we get to Beethoven second. 
backstory is real good on that. So you really seem to like Beethoven the second. I did. Like, I liked you, it better than the first. And you know what? Like, do you have you ever seen Scream Two? And they like yeah. make a joke and they're like, the sequel's never better than the original. Yeah. And the only ones that they can name that were were part of trilogies. You're right. And so here's an instance where I think the sequel is better than the original. And it's not part of a trilogy. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. I would also argue Home Alone 2. Uh, me too. Mm. Nice. Um, I definitely prefer that one. I mean, they're the same movie. But if I'm putting on one, I'm putting on Home Alone 2. And then I'll watch Home Alone if I haven't watched. If I've already watched Home Alone 2 this season. Home Alone 2 has better gags, I think. It's just tighter. Yeah. And it's nice to see New York. Yeah. I love New York in movies. I really do. Also, he was... 56 when this came out i believe oh uh, wow he looks great he looks great uh, how, guess how old bonnie hunt was 32 uh she was 30 when it came out yeah. 30 yeah. Yeah. 30 they make her look so I matronly know. i know she looks older than he does oh my god and he's by the way the way he's styled is like with his pants up to his nipples and a weird <laughs> muffin top he looks like a stuffed scarecrow like a or something sweater on top of a collared shirt it, it, it it's it's all wrong and weird but he's also supposed to be kind of a loser because he's trying to get his air freshener. I love the logo business. of their air freshener company is totally a 3D a nose. nose. Yeah, on the it's side a 3D their building. nose. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I like? What? I like that Beethoven has his own life. You know? Well, he it, does his own thing. It's a little bit odd that he's given afforded the freedom that he is. He just runs around. Well, he kind of just like he just takes it for himself. He just like leaves. You know, and goes, uh, he goes like, he digs a hole and, and gets out through the fence. But he does his own thing and he like, he has friends in the neighborhood. He has that dog that's his friend who they escaped, the, yeah, the, the, the dog the, nappers. So th- these like vaguely ominous business people who try to steal his air freshener business are played by, uh, what is it, Patricia Heaton. Yeah, and, and David, David Duchovny, Duchovny in, a, in a real similar role to the one that he plays in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes. A little bit less sexually charged, but like still... Upwardly mobile, kind douchey, of... Douchey, yeah. condescending. Slimy. Yeah. Uh, interesting to see his early work. His yeah. Juvenalia. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's good, though. Um, I mean, he's as good as anyone. He's no Grodin. I'll tell you that much. He's not. No, no, no. Patricia Heaton's hair looks like Judge Judy's. Yeah. She's the same exact hair. Judge Judy's old hair. She, you got Judge Judy's old hair. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Judge Judy? Judge Judy's Judge old Judy, hair. Judge Judy never had that hair. Oh, my God. Look at Patricia he- Heaton's hair. Oh, Patricia Heaton's hair. I yes. thought you had Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, that's right. You're totally right. <laughs> Another thing. When Beethoven makes Charles Grodin horny... Yeah. When he gets out of bed and Bonnie Hunt gets out of bed and then he gets back yeah, into bed and where he thinks... Bo- they never explain where Bonnie Hunt she went. She just went to the bathroom. Oh, okay. And he mistakes the dog for his wife. Yeah. Big and, hairy beast. Bonnie and, Hunt. And he's How like, oh, you're being so quiet. And then he's like... Then Beethoven starts licking his ear while spooning him and he's like, hmm, has daddy's little girl been naughty or nice? What? I thought this was Beethoven. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Edgy. I mean, (laughs) did you find anything else as edgy as that? Yes, I did. What? I did. What? There's like this sort of montage of 
annoying things that Beethoven's doing and Charles Grodin's like freaking out about it. Yeah. It's like, you know, him ruining things yeah. and getting wet and like mud getting all over the place. I think that's when he And there's eats the one turkey. and he like shakes Beethoven yeah. shakes his head really crazy yeah, yeah. and the drool just starts flying yeah, and it's it like money shots yeah, on Charles true. Gordon's face. It really it's is. like all this like cum. Right. You should make a You're gif right. of that. I will. I will. <laughs> you know what uh, I was confused about what? when they were like going to pick a name for Beethoven. Oh yeah. And they were all writing their choice for the name yeah. in a hat and then they were picking it out of a hat and the little girl either wrote like penis or dick she wrote dick because she's like that's what you call uncle richard yeah then so they decide not to use it and then they um charles they pick charles grodin's and she's like really honey and he's like you said you wanted it to be blah 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 or whatever he said yeah. and then they never revealed what the name was what his name was? What the name that he picked was. And then right. she said that they weren't going to do that one. I think it was something really mean. Like piece of shit. Oh, do you think so? Something terrible. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. I bet it was Motherfucker. Beethoven would be such a different movie if it only his name motherfucker? <laughs> I'd still fuck do with a, it. Someone should do a dub of it of just every time they say Beethoven, say Motherfucker. In the beginning of the movie... Not to go back to the beginning, but just for like a sec. <laughs> uh, there's this like kind of like dyke on a bike that comes up. <laughs> Olan Jones. Okay. It's O-L-A-N Jones. Here's where I know her. Oh, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Yes. She's the one that's like that's super right. religious and Edward Scissorhands. Right. Even though she seems like a witch. Yes. Um, well, and on this, she's biker woman. Uh, it's kind of clear that she's probably a lesbian in it. I don't know. And so she picks up Beethoven. She's like, this dog means you mean enough to, to guard a junkyard. Yeah. And then Beethoven peed on the biker woman. And then the biker woman was like, yeah, I got any Dobermans or pit bulls. And then they don't follow up with her. And then at the end of the movie, the 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 dog nappers are trying to escape the cops and they run and they like they hop a fence and then they end up in a junkyard and these dobermans come out to like attack them and yes. i think it was her junkyard and her dobermans uh, but like they didn't really circle. like but they didn't they it was barely even implied right. like you really had to like recall but she did leave a strong enough impression on me i would have liked to have seen her again in that moment i think it would be interesting to find out what what where her life went yeah in a parallel movie she's like learning about her sexuality yeah i think she she's inherited like a, the junkyard but she's proud of it yeah totally and she runs a tight ship probably has real interesting sex <laughs> Chains and whips. I bet she listened to like <laughs> Lita Ford, like really late. It's very Lita Ford. Yeah. Big Just Lita Ford energy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The doctor got his balls bit. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but uh, that was a long bite. How about how. The mom goes back to work for like a day. She can't do anything. And then the lesson she learns by leaving her children with a crazy woman who plays organ renditions uh, of disco songs yeah, 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 yeah. is that moms shouldn't work. So what do you think about the movie's, the movie's anti-feminism? What do you think of the anti-feminism of Beethoven? I don't know. This movie seems like an ancient, 
an agent of the patriarchy. <laughs> I just think it was a symbol of those times. It was. I think looking at it that way makes a lot of sense as opposed to it like doing demonstrable damage. Let's see. Anything else? Well, I'm glad it worked out for us. Watching Beethoven really... Oh, wait. I have one more thing. Okay. Uh, it's a comment. Okay. Uh, or, or it could be a question. Okay. I'll make it a question. All right. Did you realize? <laughs> oh, so wait, sorry. I'm going to start it with a comment and then I'll do a question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really long question. <laughs> when the when Beethoven saved the little girl, I was like, they should just let Beethoven watch these kids. <laughs> He's he's helpful and he's involved. He's yeah. involved in their lives. Right. He's um, kind of more like Mrs. Doubtfire than anything. Yeah. Well, that's just why I think that Beethoven should watch the kids and the mom should be able to work. Right. And don't leave the kids with like some stranger. They're, they're better off with the dog. And then I and then so what I'm going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> so there was a question. Okay. Did you realize or do you realize that Nanny, who is the nanny? in Peter Pan of Wendy and her brothers is a St. Bernard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah. saying St. Bernard's you are uh, child care uh, givers. In children's movies. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, in general. Would you leave Una with a St. Bernard? Um, I mean, I think I would... She would fare better with a St. Bernard than without one. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Or maybe she would die here and the dog would eat her body. <laughs> Possibly that too. That, does the that, thought that crossed my mind. It did. <laughs> God. Well, if I'm not dead, I'll see you next week. Well, no, we might not see each other next week. I'm oh, going to we give you a microphone. Yeah, we might. Well, we'll, we're we'll going to do this talk remotely. To each other next week. Yeah, that's fine. I think next time Beethoven second should be the Patreon. Okay, I'm I'm sure I, people will want to pay for I'm it. I'm telling you that we're going to get a lot of content out of these Beethoven movies, yep. and it's all going <laughs> to be ready. good because we're really we're our heart is in it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when you make your best stuff. You, you know, yeah. I I hate to ask people for things. I hate to ask people for things and then I feel like beholden to them and then it's just like I don't feel comfortable just, like that. We like doing this. Maybe you like listening to it. So let's see how far we can take it. But if you like this, I want to continue to be able to provide this. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think we'll ever lose our soul. What if we could evolve it? No, we won't lose our soul. Well, I don't know. I'm into Satan these days. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know yeah. about that. Right. But, but I do know about that. I know I'm fine and it's okay. You have a soul. Well, I don't know. Do I believe in a soul? I, I don't know if I do. I kind of hope there are souls. I think it probably won't matter. I think it would be... F I love the idea of there being souls and just like flying through space. Right. Like forever. Although that would probably get really boring after a while. But maybe time would feel different. I like the idea of continuing in some way. So please like or subscribe. And uh, if you want more of this, yeah. and um, in the future, we're going to be doing our Beethoven commentary. Film series. Yeah, or limited series. Uh, we're doing a Beethoven program, I guess yeah. you'd call it. <laughs> Short program. Yeah. Uh, 
You can find that at patreon.com slash psychology. This week, we're going to be answering questions and we're going to be talking about um, Corey Feldman's song that he wrote for uh, his late friend, Corey Haim. We'll also be talking about Corey Feldman's documentary. Oh, yeah, but very specifically, I want to talk about the song. I know you do. I love the song. The song song is great. It's really good. It's great. Okay. Okay. Bye. Uh, Bye. You told me right away A secret that I never could forget My heart just sank When I felt your pain You asked me not to tell a soul So I locked it deep away Just tell